Aisha and I'm Liv and welcome to the first episode of our podcast TBR where we both drink and spill the tea on books from our favourite TBR lists. And for the people who don't know, what does TBR stand for? Right, so TBR stands for To Be Read, so it's like the books that you want to read in the future. So before we go any further, here's how our podcast is going to work. Uh, We're posting weekly, and each week we will review a different book whilst drinking tea, which sort of relates to the book, or at least in our opinion, we think it relates. So if you want, you guys can send us book and tea recommendations. Actually, not even if you want, please send us recommendations. Yes, please send us recommendations, or even just talk to us because we love talking to fellow bookworms and honestly it would probably make our day it would be like the most exciting thing that'll ever happen to us (laughs) (laughs) yeah true so I guess so that you guys get to know us a little bit better we'll do a little introduction of ourselves Mm -hmm. do you want to start us off Alicia by just saying your name age occupation and favorite tea yeah sure so my name is Alicia I'm 19 but turning 20 in January of next year. I'm currently studying psychology and my favourite kind of tea is green tea with a hint of mint. That's very specific. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, you go Liv. Right, so my name is Liv. I'm also 19, turning 20 in December this year and I'm also studying psychology at university and my favourite tea is just black tea with a bit of milk. Keep it classy. Classic. Lovely. Oh, and we almost completely forgot. Um, what kind of tea are we drinking right now? I mean, I'm drinking black tea with a little bit of milk. You can't... That's it's a, it's crowd favourite. Honestly. <laughs> what about you? Classy. I'm drinking Australian Afternoon because we are Aussie gals. We are. So I thought I'd pay homage by <laughs> drinking the national tea. <laughs> so let's get cracking. Just so you guys can get to know us a little bit better than the brief intro we did before, we thought it might be fun to play a bit of a little get-to-know-us game. Yeah. Sounds so. a little bit lame now that I'm saying it out loud. It's not lame. lame. It's not lame. We're, we're so cool. So the way this is going to work is we've chosen some book-related questions to ask each other, and obviously both of us will answer them because we really want to answer them and discuss. All right, Alicia, do you want to go first? Yes, I would love to. So question number one, what book made you fall in love with reading? I mean, I think similarly to a lot of people mm-hmm. beginning reading, it was the Percy Jackson series. Like, right. Obviously, as a kid, I like read picture books and stuff and really loved it. But Percy Jackson was when I realized I really loved novels. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm surprised. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> Mine was Harry Potter. I actually read Percy Jackson before I read Harry Potter. You did? I didn't know that. Yeah, as a kid. I don't know why, but for some reason I got it into my head that Harry Potter was really scary. So I just didn't. And then when I hit about grade six, so I was 11 years old, dad like came in and started reading it to me. And, but we started at Chamber of Secrets, so I was, like, a little bit not vibing. That's a weird story. Yeah, I know. A bastard. <laughs> yeah. But Percy Jackson was, like, the series. Wow. Just something about the writing, and it just, like, there was a bit of humour. And it's, like, age-appropriate. Yeah. It's the same with Harry Potter, but I guess Percy Jackson, they kind of stay in, like, a similar... Mm. I mean, they age. Like, yeah, obviously. age. Yeah, yeah. But, wow. like, they stay within the 12 to 16-year-old Yeah, that's of. true. And, like, I guess the themes are a lot more relatable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just really... That was it for me. Yeah. Oh, bro, I loved Harry Potter. It was like, the I first, know. like, series that I'd ever read. I felt so proud of myself. And then, because it was so popular, mm. I felt like I fit in with other people. God, you're so people, cool. I know. Even if they only read, like, the movies, I was still like, I know Harry Potter. Oh, my gosh. I know it. <laughs> 
Right. So next question. Okay. Do you judge books by their covers? Unfortunately, I don't think we should go through life judging people by their covers. Yeah, there's like thousands of books. So I definitely look at it and I'm like, okay, this is like, looks a bit more dark and mysterious. Might be mm. like up my alley. So yeah, I, I definitely do. Because I feel like it kind of... Can, you can tell if it's going to be a corny book or if it's yeah. going to have some sort of class yeah. in it. So, yeah. What about you? I think anyone who says they're a true bookworm, they judge a book. Because I feel like we're kind of practiced in knowing what a good book looks yes. like. I don't know. I just – I definitely – just like shopping for books in general, I'll look at a cover and if it really, like, if the graphics really pull me in, I'm probably buying that book. That and if it's right. kind of like a plain black book with, like, a bit of text, it <laughs> it's a no from me. It tells me nothing about the book. Yeah, well, there's those subscription boxes that you can get where they where they choose it for you and you can't see the cover of the book. I actually would love to do Same. that. Same. We should make, do that in the future. Yeah, make us less judgmental. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you guys have any recommendations for these kind of book boxes, let us know and maybe we'll, like, review it in a future podcast. Yes. Or even we could do it for each other. Like, we just... Oh, we make each other book boxes. That'd be fun. Maybe. Maybe Let us know. We should do that. Okay, third question. What is a book cover you really like? And a follow-up question. What's a cover that you didn't like? I I have so many covers I don't like. Interesting. So many. (laughs) Um, But I'll start off strong. A cover I really like is Shiver by Maggie Stiefvater. Oh, it's I have the hardcover and it's just so... Google it, guys. It's such a beautiful, it's like got leaves and yeah, it's pretty minimalistic, but really yes, gorgeous. Yes. And like nice pastel vibes for yeah. the first one at yeah. least. But yeah. I feel like it's very underrated. And then the inside is nice too. If you've oh, got it's the, gorgeous. Yeah. If you've got that. What's oh, one right. that you didn't like? Okay. So I have two main ones that are just a big no for I know me. one of them. <laughs> I know you know one of them. The Selection Series yes. by Kira Cass. I really don't like it when there are real people on the front of covers Mm -hmm. I just I feel very uncomfortable it ruins Um, your imagination and your creative process and just like also this sounds really strange but for the selection in particular I never want to read it in public because it's just such a cringy cover yeah it reminds me of those horse books you know with oh, the girl yes. and there's like 20 of them yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. grade fours so if you're international listening you're like 10 they've got those pastel book covers and then it's like saddle club with the yeah. horse and the girl saddle club is a classic aussie aussie kids book oh yeah i i never read it i did i loved it i know oh and my other one the other cover i oh, really yes, hate yes. White Hot Kiss by Jennifer L. Armentrout. Yes! It's one of my all-time favourite books. It's so good. Um, I think they've just made new covers, though, which are, like, a gazillion times better. Amazing. But the current one is, like, saucy. It's honestly such a good read. Like, it's a really good so read. Good. Especially for new adult, young adult fiction. Like, yeah. it's, it's got a nice level of spice, but it's not too much. And then it's got a good developing story. It it's, does. It's got all the It's really good. It's like nothing it. I've ever read before. Yeah. It's got, like, gargoyles and demons. It's yeah. really interesting. It is. Give it's it a like, read, guys. Yeah, YA fantasy. But I feel like, ugh, I'm, I just, like, feel bad. Because the cover makes it look like it's not going to be that appealing to read. But honestly, The new one does look a lot better yeah. it was only released like this year i think yeah good um, idea for a new cover and it hasn't got any people on it which makes it superior amazing, to the old one amazing. like we don't hate people in book like 
we, we just don't like like a photo shoot that's gone into it. Yes, the real people on the front cover. Exactly. I'm like, that's what the book to movie or film adaptation is for. It, that's, yeah. that's I quite like um, illustrated or drawn people on the front covers. I don't know if you've seen the cover of Sorcery of Thorns. I think it's drawn by that artist Charlie Bowter. Oh. <laughs> Charlie Bowter. I don't know if that's how you pronounce her name. But it's really gorgeous. What about you? What's I, your favourite and least favourite? I agree. I was going to say White Hot Kiss too. Because, really? Yeah, I agree with this selection, but I haven't read the selection yet. Mm-hmm. It is on my TBR, so I definitely will read that. I feel like it's a nice, pleasant read, but also got a bit of drama in it. But yeah, White Hot Kiss definitely, because it's not just the people on it. Like, the selection did it a bit better because it has some sort of context. White Hot Kiss looks like an erotic it novel. It does. Like, those with the farm boys on it, and it's like, a day trip to the country town, except it's White Hot Kiss, and it looks like... I don't know. Yeah. They're very... Honestly, the cover basically just looks like they're about to kiss. They're very close together. Or like Um, some vampire fantasy movie. Because there's a lot of neck in that cover. Look it up. There's like some neck. Yeah, I think a cover that I like... I don't know if it just makes me feel a lot happier. I really like the Harry Potter covers, but I also like Hunger Games covers. Which ones though? Because there's a few different covers for both those series. That's true. Just the, like the one with the Mocking mocking Jason. Just like plain black with the yellow or gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like red. I I can't quite remember. Red is Catching Fire. Catching Fire. And then Mocking Jay is blue. That's right. So I like those because it tells you a bit about it, but also I feel like it wouldn't be that appealing to pick up if you didn't know what it was going to be about. So that's why I feel like Harry Potter is good. Okay, next question. Righto. What is your favourite book format? Like, do you prefer hardcovers, paperbacks, e-books? What's your preference? I would prefer a hardcover, Yeah, but I am poor. Mm Mm-hmm. University student life. Uni students or like college students. Ebook, I feel a slight tinge of anxiety because what if it runs out of charge? And paperback is nice to get into and like dig in. But yeah, hardcover, she's like some form to her. She does. She's a big gal and she's solid. She is. She's real solid. (laughs) Yeah. What about you? I mean, I'm pretty much the same. I prefer hardcovers, but Mm -hmm. just at this point in my life, it's more affordable for me to... Um, purchase paperback but I do really like a physical book and I really like buying them yes Um, okay next question what is your favorite trope I mean everyone who knows me knows the answer to this question yes um my favorite trope is enemies to lovers it's just there's so much passion tension I do love good tension I'll tell you what delving further into enemies to lovers Mm -hmm. my favorite thing within that trope is the trope where they're like traveling or there's a quest they're completing or something and they have to stay somewhere overnight and they walk into an inn or like a hotel or something Mm -hmm. and then guess what there's There's only only one one bed bed. (laughs) oh my goodness that just as soon as i see that in a book i'm like this is phenomenal yes yes this is where it gets real and then the tension and usually like nothing happens and either they have like a really deep and meaningful conversation and then she's like something to do with her parents or her family life and she's like where i come from this is just not we shouldn't or or they're like fighting over it and they're either like really polite with each other or if 
or they're like, I'm working tomorrow, I need the bed. And they're like, well, I guess we both have to like have it. <laughs> or like the guy's like, oh, you take the bed, like being a gentleman. And then the, the girl's like, but it makes no sense because you're so tall. Like, what are you going to do on this little yes. armchair? And he's like, watching over you, baby. No, I don't know. But I love it. I love yeah, that. I yeah. love it. And it's usually, I find that it's usually like the turning point of the relationship. Yes. That's when they begin to transition from the enemies to the lovers. And yes. I just, it's awesome. A little bit of light spooning. We love some spooning we in do. this house. We do. <laughs> we do. What okay. about you? What's your favorite trope? I love when two characters don't really know each other at the start or they have to work together like they're right. forced into a I, we just love characters being forced to hang into out with situations each other. exactly where like tensions are high but they don't really know why it's so tense and then they're working towards a common goal and then they disagree at the start and then they slowly understand a bit more of each other and there's a lot of character development that goes into it so you like strangers to enemies to friends Yes. Maybe to lovers at the end. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. So next question. What is one of your unpopular book opinions? Okay. You know what? Sometimes I feel like if the characters start off as friends and either they go from like, he's like my brother. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, but this changes everything. Like this, like he's got pecs now. I'm just like, (laughs) what? really like really because he was your brother and then he's like he's so protective like my brother I'm like stop because that's weird like I don't have a brother you don't have a brother I don't have a brother but I can like I have a lot of friends who are like my brothers and I'd never be like wow today I'm looking at you differently because you got that arm like bicep or whatever (laughs) like I just can't I feel like if our siblings do something that's really nice like help someone across the road we'd be like oh Good on ya. Like, oh, cute. Oh, cute. good job. Oh, I'm not going to be like, oh, damn, oh, that sexy. really does it for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is but a not lot of it. people like it. A lot of people are like, wow, they've held on for like the long game, you know, like he really waited. Like, no, he didn't wait. He just, he apparently got really, really fit. Come on. <laughs> well, I mean, I kind of like that trope situation, whatever you want to call it, um, but not a completely like, not from completely platonic. I really like a the situation where they're like childhood friends and like either the girl or the guy has liked them their whole life and the other one hasn't realised no. and then one day the other one realises and they're like, oh my God. All right, what about you? What's your unpopular book opinion? I really hate fan fiction. Interesting. <sighs> yes. Elaborate. Okay, I will. Just for you. Yeah, justify yourself. Just for you, I will elaborate. It's not about the content itself. I think people who write fan fiction are immensely talented. Very, very. Um, and I hold so much respect for them. Mm-hmm. But I just, I'm not the biggest fan of reading about our favourite characters in different contexts. Right. Or like real people. Like Harry Styles. Right. Yes. <laughs> for a second I was like, real people. We Disgusting. know. <laughs> our friends. <laughs> disgusting disgusting they're not fictional um yeah because you dabble very very hard in Wattpad so that's why I was very um intrigued dabbling it yeah dabbling makes it sound like I'm like a hardcore fan fiction writer which I'm not no hardcore Wattpad reader reader but only again recently like I don't know about you international guys but for us high school starts when you're 13 years old yeah 12 to 13 um yeah so beginning high school 
I was like hardcore Wattpad fan. Yes. And then I kind of died off a little bit. And only recently, now that we're in lockdown again, I was like, hmm, let's re-download yeah. this. And I'm addicted. Absolutely. So next question, who is your book boyfriend? Oh my goodness. Or boyfriends knowing you? I have so many. Yes, you do. So many. And it changes weekly. 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 Maybe even like daily. I mean, it's just so hard to choose. I really... Sarah J Maas, for me, writes the best book boyfriends. Yes. All of them Um, are extremely, extremely attractive. Yes. They are. Like, I can't even look at them. I mean, I really, really love Asriel from... The Accord yes. of Thorns and Roses series by Sarah J. Maas. Yes. He's, I think he's one of my very prominent book boyfriends Absolutely. lately. I speak a lot about him. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I recently reread Crescent City by Sarah J. Maas as well. Yes. And Hunt just stole my heart instantly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just something about tall dark-haired, winged males. Yeah, they all got wings. They all got wings. They all got wings. That impressive wingspan. Quite sexy. And, like, just... I don't know. I have two very distinct types of men in books. One is the Sarah J. Maas winged male with, like, perfect moody and, like... Yeah, he's a bit angsty. I do like a bit of it. Not even angsty, just, like, a bad attitude towards life. So but like, not women. Not women, they no. Have like a little soft spot. Yes, that's nice. very important. Yes. Um, like Az and Hunt and Reese and Cassian. Reese. All from Sarah J. Maas's universe. And then on the other hand, I've got my men who are kind of like dark academia aesthetic. Yeah. Like Dorian from Throne of Glass and Will Herondale from The Infernal Devices by Cassandra Clare. Mm-hmm. Another one of my dark academia boyfriends. Oh. And just, yeah, I have so many. I can't pick. I mean, for the purpose of the podcast mm-hmm. and answering this question, I think I'm going to say Asri? Hunt. No. What? <laughs> you, you were so convinced. Wow. You need to up your game with reading your Sarah J. Maas books. Because you need to read Crescent, Crescent City as City. well. I, I will. I will. That is on my TBR. We're going to be reviewing that, I think, early next year. Yes. Um, so... Make sure to tune in for that, guys. Yes, follow us, subscribe. I yeah. What's yours? I mean, mine would be Reese from mm-hmm. A Court of Thorns and Roses, but he got some angst to him and stuff. But tragic was... backstory. Tragic backstory. <laughs> okay, this is extremely controversial. Okay, I'm ready. I really <laughs> hit me. Just say it. I really like Carlisle from, <laughs> from Twilight. I don't know why. Every time he comes onto the screen, I'm like, oh my god. Your heart like skips a beat a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I feel like, but young him. Not that age, like age is Carlisle doesn't age, does he? I thought he looked the same no. throughout the whole book series. Yeah, the dad. Yeah. I know, but I'm just pretending that he's younger. I just love, right. I love light features and he's described as like a really gentle, I don't know. He's just like a family man. I'm not ready for marriage, but just the way that he deals with situations. Right. I relate he's with. very mature. And he's so good with his wife. And you, you want to be his wife. I know. I want to be his wife. And he's just so good. I mean, he did have like a dark past, which I also love. I just feel like Stephanie Meyer, like I know she's controversial, but she just needs to write a whole thing about Carlisle. Only Carlisle. Only Carlisle. I'm, I'm not so going to lie. My favorite character in the Twilight series is Carlisle. No, is no. Charlie. Oh, interesting. I love Charlie. Why? I think he really, I don't know. There's just something about him. He's just such a like, 
he's such a dad. Not he like is. daddy, but like he's such a dad. He just like wears his flannel. And he doesn't know what's going on. No, he doesn't. He's the opposite, I feel All like, of All he does is like pine over his wife who yes. divorced him. Oh, I just... His wife is awesome. His I didn't wife really, is awesome. I don't really like her. I'm like, really? Oh, yeah. Why? What's her name? Renee? It's either Esme or Renee. No, Esme. Esme is Carlisle's yes. wife. So Renee. I mean, I feel like she's not that responsible. Again, I would love a prequel to Twilight. Yeah. That I would I would really just like a Charlie story. Charlie. Really would love Carlisle. Yeah, I don't want Carlisle. I okay, just want I'm Charlie. Sorry. I want like the parents' backstory. Yes, that'd be very yeah. interesting. I'd really I would, like to I hear would that. probably read fan fictions about that if it was written mm. well, but also if the, it was actually going to be a real thing that happens, then I I'm going to save it. For I that. wouldn't. I know. I know. But I mean, also, just adding on to that, if you guys have any fan fiction recommendations that you think might yes. sway me into change, liking fan fiction, send it to us. Dare um, you. I'll give it a read. If it's really great and you guys are really keen on it, maybe we'll review it in the future. Yes. What is the most popular one, I wonder? We'll, I we'll find out. We'll Let find us know. So, okay. next question. Who is your favourite fictional villain? I'm going to say villain villain. Right. Not like, oh, sexy. Like, he starts out really, like, he's like, there's something about him, you know? Right. Like, an actual <clears throat> villain that I felt like was written quite well and just makes me feel really uneasy is probably Umbridge. She's a real doozy. She is, because I'm like, what is your intention? Like, I don't get it. I don't she was straight up evil. I know. She would be such an annoying kid in class. I would not be her friend. I'd be like, ugh, Dolores, what is up with you? Anyways, everyone gets what they deserve. Yeah. So yeah, what about what about you? I'm taking a very different approach. Okay. You've like spoken about a really well-written villain. Straight out there. I really like the Darkling from the Grisha trilogy. Shadow and Bone and the rest he of them. He is a snack. He's a snack. Yeah. And he fits in perfectly to a T. My tall, dark head, kind of tragic backstory. Yeah. I really love the Darkling. Yeah, he's he, one sexy man. He is. And also Maven from Red Queen. Another book that I need to read. <laughs> yes. Very similarly... Tall, dark hair, tragic. Wow, you really do have a type. I know. You really do have a type. Mine's like the exact opposite. Because I love people that remind me of like sunshine. Like, I don't. I like a good dark academia man Mm -hmm. um like one you'd find in like a library being all mysterious yes yes they're all businessmen too like i feel like we both like men with like aspirations but this is just real life now but yeah that's disgusting we're not here to talk about real life we're here to talk about books sorry we're very disappointing okay the next question um is a fun one which fictional food would you like to try the most Right, so mm-hmm. I would really like to try ambrosia slash nectar from Percy Jackson. Interesting. I think that the actual Greek mythology behind it is it's supposed to be like food of the gods, and if you consume it, you turn immortal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not used like that in Percy Jackson. It's just used for healing purposes. Yeah. But it's supposed to taste like your favorite food. But then why don't you just eat your favorite food? Because I don't even know my favorite food. Like That's I'm wondering, true. Would, like tell me. We're both very food. indecisive. Yes. So I feel like. This would tell you. Yes. That's so good. I actually Googled this last night uh-huh. because I couldn't work out the name of it. Yeah. I picture it looking like apricot delights. They're like what? Little square. They might be Australian. I don't know. This is going to be really confusing for any international listeners if it's only Australian. They're like square, chewy apricot 
like lollies you find them at the supermarket and they've got coconut on the outside um i've never had one what is your fictional food that you'd like to try um i've mentioned this quite a few times already Mm -hmm. i don't even think i would like the taste of this food but again this scene just lives rent free in my mind Uh it is the pumpkin pasty <laughs> from Harry Potter. That it's specific voice. You Cho- have to say it like that every time. Cho Chang asks for it from anything from the trolley, dear. The trolley lady. The trolley lady. I would like to try everything on that trolley, but I feel like like a lot of it is already commercialized. Like There's like the chocolate frog. Yes, you can buy that um, in the town we're from. And I've bought it before and I have like the little... I have a Dumbledore card <gasps> that came with it. You have the Dumbledore? I do. But did your frog jump out? <laughs> no, it didn't. It was just solid. Well, that's very disappointing. disappointing. I know. And you didn't get your either but yeah. it's fine fine not, moving on <laughs> i'm not sad about it but yeah pumpkin pasta i don't even really like pumpkin but i would just really like to try it something um, about the way it's said yeah that's where the novelty lies yeah i want to make it we should make it we should make it sometime yeah, we'll maybe it. we'll start up a cooking show and we'll just like make fictional yes post on instagram perfect yeah. we'll like, see how it goes cooking with tbr i don't know <laughs> <laughs> right so next question name one of your favorite characters and what would you do with him or her if you had one day together Right. I feel like my ideal person to hang out with would be Alice from oh. the Twilight series. She's so cool. She'd take me shopping and we'd just talk about all these things. And then I can be like, why is your boyfriend so quiet all the time? Why does he look like I disgust him? And then she can like explain. And then we'll try to like problem solve, give, you know, Jasper some therapy. I just feel like Alice is one of the best people she'd be like the best person in my entire life like I aspire to be Alice but also I want I I just want Alice to be my friend she's so cool I'm not gonna lie going back to the Jasper point Jasper absolutely sends me like in the movies in particular whenever he speaks there's a really specific scene and I've seen a lot of it on book talk <laughs> but of course <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> he like speaks out the side of his mouth he only moves one half of his mouth and it just it lives rent-free in my mind. Yes. And I just, every time someone mentions Twilight. We got pumpkin pasta and battle scores. <laughs> it just, I can't, I can't yeah. deal with it. It's too oh, much. I love Jasper and I love Alice. I would hang out with, I would want to hang out with both of them, but also I'd be third wheeling. But also I feel like Jasper would be third wheeling because. I feel like Jasper might try and eat you. <laughs> he's so awkward. Yeah, like that's suck true. your blood. That's true. That would not be a vibe. No, I don't want to die after a day out with my gal pal and her like, BF, like no. Okay, anyways, what is your favorite character and what would you do with them on your day? I just have so many favorite characters, but I think for the purpose of answering this question, mm-hmm. I'm going to say Jem Carstairs from the Infernal Devices series. Interesting. He is beautiful. He's a low key book boyfriend, but also he's just a really great character in general. Yeah. And we would. I feel like he'd take me on a tour of London. Mm-hmm. He'd play me his violin. It'd be really nice. He's musical? He is. He does. He plays violin. It's a big part of the book. That is my... Again, it's a book you have to read. Yes. I love musical Yes. He's really... People. He's quite lovely. Yes. And I just feel like he'd be a real gentleman because it's set in the 1800s and we just like walk around the cobblestones and, and stuff. And he'll make you feel super special and yeah. you can drop your hanky and he'll yeah. pick it up and be like, yes. here's your hanky. Yes. And also he'd like provide me a way to get to work. Heron Day. <laughs> yes, very true. So he can't be your book boyfriend. He's like the no. bestie. 
Yeah. Yeah. I would 100% be in a love triangle with them. Actually, I don't know if I would or not. Because love I triangles like... are like not as fun as you think they are. No. <laughs> but anyways. Um, okay, next question. Ooh, what would your Patronus be? We actually did a quiz for this. We did. We did. And we're going to link that quiz below. Yes, it'll be in the description box if you guys want to yes. give it a crack. It's just like the BuzzFeed quiz. but Yes. So I got a hair. What does your what does your thing say? Right. Um, the description, I have like a little screenshot on my phone Same. here. The description says, people sometimes think you're a bit of an oddball, but your eccentricity and honesty are what others love most about you. You're intelligent and animal lover and curious about the world around you. Your Patronus takes the form of a hare, the same as Luna Lovegood. Now go back to reading this month's Quibbler. I heard there's a thrilling piece in there about the crumple horn snorkark. Wow, it's a very demanding reply. It's like, now go do it. I mean, I see that completely because not do that you? you're an oddball. I don't think you're odd at all. You have like a good a eye for things. quirky. Yeah, and you're not like super extroverted, but you know how to yeah. have a good time. And I yeah. feel like, yeah, I would I would say that you're very much like Luna. From That's such a compliment. I love Luna. Same, same. I love Luna so much. I think she's much. such an underrated character. Absolutely. I mean, she she's a lot more like prominent in the books than the yes. movies, I feel like. Like in the books, I'm like, yes, Luna. Everyone only talks about though, like the trio. I know. Um, and I feel like, a, you know, we should have a lot more discussions about Luna because she's so great. Yes, she's Luna. Neville. Neville. Don't even get me started on him. I love, I love him so much. He is, I feel like I am Neville in any friend group that I'm in. Like, oh my God, no. I, I do though. I'm like, why is it always me? <laughs> so sad. Okay. So what's your Patronus? My Patronus is a horse. A horse. But you're allergic to I horses. I am. Incredibly ironic because I'm <laughs> allergic to horses or horse hairs. But on the description, it says I'm loyal smart and willing to take risks for the sake of your friends and family my patronus takes the form of a horse the same as Ginny weasley oh you're an underrated badass and enemies should be cautious of your hexing skills damn my hexing skills. i'm not gonna lie at the start when you're like you take risk for friends it immediately took me back to last week when we went out for brunch and um <laughs> I was too scared to ask the waitress for water. Yes, water. And you were like, mm, no, I got you, boo. I do got you. Yeah. yeah. You had my back right there. I do. I always have your back. I'm, I'm very passionate about... Yes. Like, but that description is like you to a T. I'm glad. I mean, it's not like... It, I feel like a hair is quite cute. Like, you're very cute. But like... Oh my God, thank like, you. It's so cute. And then it's like, and Alicia's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> like, Why? Horses are majestic creatures. Yes, they are. Very majestic. I love I love horses. I wish I could be around them without um, suffocating to death, but unfortunately. <laughs> it I'm is not. what it is. Yes, it is what it is. Right. So the next okay. question. Have you met any authors? And if so, which ones? You know, I have not. I don't think I've met any authors, but I was extremely close to meeting Sarah J Maas because she was at Melbourne for like a book signing and I was there an hour afterwards, but her signed books were still there which is how I bought two of them and I gifted you you one of them that was throne of glass you did that was like the entryway for me to get into Sarah J Maas that was yeah that was the beginning of my addiction wow yeah well it was hardcover it was beautiful except I did like low-key hold a grudge for you because that it meant I had to buy all, all the rest of the series in hardcover 
and that consistency is key. That was so expensive, it's, but also it looks okay. amazing on my bookshelf, it so does. I'm not complaining. Your bookshelf looks fantastic, but yeah, I mean, I was very, very close. Mm. Yeah, next time, next, next time. time, it's fine. What about you? I have met quite a few authors. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first oh. author I like met met was jennifer niven who wrote all the bright places and holding up the universe she was so lovely i cried when i met her and i think she was just like a little bit weirded out and she's like oh thanks for being a fan and i'm like sobbing and i'm like you don't know how much this means to me it was very emotional and Mum was there and like kind of dragged me away a little bit it was yeah anyway so she signed my book with like a beautiful dedication and it said Mm. olivia you're wanted and loved and i was like oh my gosh okay wow gosh if you have a bad day you just look at that and you're like oh yeah you're right I am wanted and loved by you. Yeah, by you specifically. <laughs> anyway, it was so lovely of her. Um, and then on another occasion, I met Patrick Ness, mm-hmm. who wrote The Knife of Never Letting Go and also A Monster Calls. That book ruined me. Like emotionally? Yeah, it oh. was so sad. Oh. It's about a boy and I think his mum has cancer and oh. he's... It's very metaphorical. Yeah. Yeah, he was really lovely. And he was traveling with Jesse Andrews, who Mm -hmm. wrote Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. Another book that made me cry. Yeah. Jesse Andrews was not what I was expecting. He was like... Right. I don't know if you've read the book or seen the movie. Well... He's very much like the main character. He's really... Wow. He, you can just tell he's a very intellectual man, but he's really like... All the time he was fidgeting, like his knee was bouncing. He was like fiddling with things. Um, yeah, and we had a great chat afterwards. Yeah, That's he was really so lovely. Good. And then I was very... I didn't meet Sarah J Maas, uh-huh. but she, doing her Kingdom of Ash tour, she came to Melbourne and I was at university at the time. So mm-hmm. I... I mean, I braved it and I went by myself, which is very unusual for me. Yes. Yeah, so I went and she spoke for an hour and I got a signed book from her, but we didn't actually meet. Oh, that's so sad. I feel like she just, she just slips away so quickly. So quickly. But she was, she was very, she was really funny. She she seemed really lovely. That's so, yeah. That's so exciting. I hope to meet. Yeah, come with me next time. I will. I definitely will. I will read that book and then I will go with you. All right, next question. What is your book pet peeve? I have so many. Yes. So many. People on covers, I've already mentioned that. Yeah. That's something that I just, it really pushes my buttons. Mm-hmm. Here's a big one. Okay. I posted a TikTok about this the other day. By the way, guys, I'm in charge of our TBR TikTok account. Yes, um, please follow. So I've been posting and stuff. And I posted a TikTok about this the other day. When a book has an unremovable sticker on it. Yes, yes. Very annoying. Like Shadow and Bone. Oh my goodness. It has the Netflix sticker. Like coming soon to Netflix. Yes, and I really don't like it. I'm like, buddy, what if it tanks? <laughs> True. What if it's bad? But also like, I don't want people to think I'm just reading the book because it's coming to Netflix. Yes, exactly. Anyway, it's really annoying. And even just like, I'm a little bit more accepting of the like people's choice awards stickers and stuff yeah but specifically the netflix ones i also don't like the movie adaptation covers not a fan yeah my biggest one if books alternate covers halfway through a series if they are different sizes yes yes or if it's really really hard to get a 
different yeah. size. That I, I think that would be mine is that yes. if it's traditionally in like a different size and then you do, even if you do like another series, but it relates to it, I feel like it should kind of be the same size so that you can put them together on a bookshelf. Yes. Like the Percy Jackson series, but then there's like oh, the Heroes yes, of Olympus yes, series. Yes. Those ones are a lot bigger than the Percy Jackson mm-hmm. like main ones. And every time I look at it on my shelf, I'm like... Yes, I'm a very picky person with the organization and how things look. Like I, my bookshelves are organized in very specific ways. Like some are categorized by YA contemporary books, others fantasy, and they have to be like, some are stacked upwards and some are like... Yes, yes. Anyway, I'm very picky about it. And when a book is slightly not... I know. Like if one book in the series... For me, it's the White Hot Kiss series. The first and the third book are the same size. And then the second book is slightly taller and oh, it just pushes my that buttons. That throws you off. It does. And that's also means I can't like, put more books on top of it. That's true. Which I don't like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my bookshelf at the moment is like color coordinated. I love um, that. Which is beautiful. But I always make sure, like the, most of them are standalones because mm-hmm. I'm not going to separate like a series like I'm not gonna do that <laughs> what a so savage I make sure that they're at the top and then the rest of them like the standalone ones that I yeah. read like they're all there so yeah nice next question would you rather hate a loved book or love a hated book okay I would rather love a hated book because I believe it's better to love something than hate something you know <laughs> this makes me seem like a really bad person because my answer <laughs> no, is the opposite I would rather hate a loved book interesting why well, I mean, like, I would rather hate a loved book because you can just decide not to be part of that fandom. Like, there's so many other books. That's true. You can just um, shut it out. Yeah. And it's all about personal preference, obviously. But I feel like loving a hated book, I would feel incredibly self-conscious. True. And be, like, my... guilty. Like, a guilty yeah. pleasure. Yeah. That's and true. then there would be no one to discuss the book with. But I feel like... If you love a hated book and you find another person who loves this hated book, you can bond. Your bond is so much stronger than yeah. like, oh, you like that too? Oh, same, same, same. And then, oh, same. Like all of us, like thousands of people being like, same, we love it. Like that's camaraderie. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. I love being in that. But then when it's people who are like, I also like this book, but like my friends hate it. I'm like, oh my God. That's a deep bond. It is between a deep the two bond. Of you. It is a deep, because you've been through the guilt and the shame. Yes. So yeah. I okay. I like, can see that. Yeah. I'm not changing my opinion though. No. I'm very much set. That's okay. Neither am I. I mean, it depends. <laughs> it depends on the book. Each to their own. We exactly. don't judge here. No, we don't judge. Tell We're accepting us, of all book opinions. Yeah. Tell, answer any of these questions guys. Like honestly. Yes. Maybe we'll share there. some during our next podcast. If you yes. guys send us some answers yes. and you can be featured. Yes. How exciting. Like anonymously or not anonymously, whatever you would prefer. So yeah. Okay, next question. What is your favorite book to movie adaptation? I we were speaking about this the other day mm-hmm. and I my general opinion is that the books are always better, better than, than the, the movies. movies or TV series. But when we were discussing it, you've you really made me think. Like there's a there's more good ones than I thought there was. Yes. Like Fault in Our Stars, that's a really good one. So good. I really like Outlander by Diana Gabaldon. Mm-hmm. Really like the first season of Outlander specifically. I haven't finished watching the series yet, yeah. but the first season I thought was just phenomenal. It followed perfectly from the book yeah, pretty much. I thought like, it was really good. Yeah, casting is amazing. There was like a couple of issues that I had, like with the ending of the season, but majoritively it, it followed really well and yeah. I really liked it. And the other one I really like is To All the Boys I've Loved Before by Jenny Hahn. Yes. That was really so good. good. Yeah. 
Only a couple of issues I had with that. Again, I have issues with all of them. I'm sure everyone has like, I mean, slight issues. My main issue is John Ambrose. <laughs> At the end of the first, first movie, movie, he's white. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think they should have had some sort of person yeah. in mind like before the second one and also they're filmed quite close together so surely they would have had some sort of idea but yeah. i guess it is hard to be able yeah. to predict who signs and if mm. he all of a sudden was like i can do it like we're not personal friends of jordan fisher um we i wish we be. were yeah. <laughs> no, like, please <laughs> befriend us but um yeah so we can't really yeah like, predict it um, i think um the big thing though with those movies and tv series i yeah. just mentioned though is that the author's collaborated quite closely with the producers or were producers and that obviously makes a big difference yes because then it just makes the essence of the show or like the book consistent and it yes it's so good not like um percy jackson oh my goodness yes i was just about to and even rick reardon the author of percy jackson he has hardcore i know made fun of the Percy Jackson movie. Yeah. And he really trolls just like the movie in general on yeah. Twitter. I um, love it when authors troll. So do so I. I just I think because they're great writers already. It makes already. me laugh so much. Yeah, same. But yeah, and like, yeah, Shadowhunters, uh, no thank you. No uh, hate. If I didn't know the, if I hadn't have read the books beforehand, yes. I would have been more accepting. I also don't like Jace. I just find him too abrasive in yeah. the like he's really controlling mm-hmm. and assertive but and remember like this was written a while ago when a few things were accepted or even encouraged it's like wow he's like really strong-headed and he really takes initiative i mean yeah but he kind of i just found that he w- didn't really stay true to the book jace yeah, yeah. i liked the movie a lot the more. movie I, yeah, the guy who, I don't even know his name neither but um, he is oh no i do know his name oh. jamie camp Campbell? I thought he was a really good portrayal of Jace. Yes, yes. Like, that's how I pictured Jace. Like, kind of lean, kind of like, not lanky. No. Not lanky, but he's lean and muscled and just kind of like... Yeah, I feel like that Jace in the TV show looked a bit too clean cut. I just thought he was too bulky. Yes, he was very bulky. And I get it. You got to do like combat training. I think maybe my issue was that TV series Jace is like a full-on man yeah and they're supposed to be what 16 17 yeah. like yeah. pretty young yeah. and whilst jamie campbell we aren't sure if that's his name or not sorry whilst movie jace is obviously not like 16 17 i think he pulls off um being younger better than dominic sherwood yes. but yeah anyway so those are my those are my thoughts on book to movie adaptations. Amazing. What about yours? I really enjoy The Handmaid's Tale. It's probably... I haven't seen or read that yet. Yes, I think that's one book that you haven't been able to get through. I love Margaret Atwood. I think she is one of the best creators and writers that I know. It's just her style. It's very new and I just really like it. And she thinks things through so well and just the way that she portrays women and men and like her view on society is fascinating to me. The show, I've only seen the first season, but the essence of it and the way that they've filmed it and all the costumes and the creative processes I just feel like it just follows the book perfectly and maybe it's i need like, to like listen to the audiobook yes um, to yeah. get into it yeah i really to be fair i didn't 
put a lot of effort into pursuing rude i'm so sorry i know you lent me the book thinking i, I would really enjoy it and i it's a different type of genre though like it's hard to yes. go from like ya fantasy to like yes. that um and i just i think i just finished rereading a court of thorns and roses series yeah. for the third time so i was going from very high fantasy to like a dystopian yeah future place. yeah and i yeah. got i got through the prologue and chapter one <laughs> is there a prologue I can't remember, yeah, but well. I reckon listen to the I got, audiobook or even just watch it because it's a very yep. interesting take on society. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah, I just couldn't. I couldn't. I'm so sorry. It's not everyone's cup of tea. It's fine. Okay. Right. So the next question, what is a bad book habit that you have? I don't know if I have any really bad <laughs> Okay. <book>. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I... I mean, a one bad book habit is that I buy so many books at the secondhand book fair and I don't read right. it. So I guess that's just like a bad reading habit is that I'm like, I'll read this. And then when I get home, I'm like, I have all these books. And then I, I never really get into it. And then my list kind of just builds and builds, but not in a normal way. That's like, I will actually read this one day. It's just like, no, it not just, yet. It looked good. I wanted to be the kind of person who read this book, but right. I'm not. So that's me. I'm overestimating. That's like, um me with some of the classics I yeah. buy a lot of the classics like at the second hand book fair I bought a tale of two cities great Gatsby I love um, great Gatsby I haven't read it Ugh, I it's so it's one of those good. ones that I just bought and I just haven't got around to yet my TBR pile is oh my god insane astronomical Ast- the volume of my TBR on my bookshelf is astronomical so yeah that's mine what about yours I mean Mine's kind of similar. My mm-hmm. my really bad reading habit is to do with the library. I reserve so many books oh. and then I finally pick them up. Or even just when I'm going there and browsing in general, yeah. I'll borrow out maybe 15 at a time and then I'll just stack them next to my bed and just not read them. And then I'll return them and then I'll be like, hmm, I should probably like Re-borrow. borrow them out again. Yeah. And then the same ones come back. To, anyway, I just never get around to reading. Yeah. I guess the other bad book habit... I have is in regards to lending people books. Uh-huh. You know this because I've lent you so many books. I lend people books and then I hound them. Yes. Like I'll lend you a book and then a couple of hours later I'll be like, have you started it yet? Yes. And I'll just keep on like. No, but I feel like that's good because that really like helps me get into it. Because yeah, then I can Some people do not vibe. Yeah. They're like, okay, I've had this book for like an hour. Stop hounding me. It's like the literature backseat driving. Oh my god, it is. Which you hate. I just, yeah, I really hate it. I just really, yeah, I really hound people. And also the other thing, like, building onto that, I'll, like, lend someone a book and then I'll want it back instantly. Yeah. It's your baby. It is. It's and okay. I suppose it's to do with how I, like, I read books within a day. I'm a really fast reader. Yeah. And so when people don't finish books within one day, I'm like, mm, well, can you get a wriggle on? Because I want the book back. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sort of the opposite. Like, I, I don't think I read slowly because... No, you don't. Like, there's been instances where I've planned out, like, what chapter I'm going to finish on. Yes, we and did then, that for you and A Court of Wings and Ruins. Yes. And then um, we, by Sarah all, we planned it out. We're like, all right, today we're going to read this. Like, you're going to get to this point and then we can debrief. And then all of a sudden I was like, I'm done. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so it's not like speed but I love to kind of relish in it for the rest of the day so I like to read like at night and then the next day I'm like thinking about it being Uh excited and then read like a few more chapters maybe like 10 I don't know but yeah I I like for it to be like a longer time Mm -hmm. because then I'm like exposed to the world a bit more so yeah 
Okay, what is your favorite quote from a book? I have many. Same. But one that really stuck out to me, it's by our queen, Sarah J Maas. Love her. It is written in A Court of Mist and Fury, and it is To the Stars Who Listen and the Dreams That Are Answered. That is I just think it's such a beautiful line. I just really like it. I think it's such a beautifully written line. I mean, the whole book is really beautifully written. Yes. I mean, I know I know there are a lot of controversial opinions regarding Sarah J Maas and her lack of diversity in regards to both race and sexuality. Yes. But I really like the plot of her books. I Yeah, I think she writes really great plot lines and character development. Yes. Character development is pretty good. Yes. Yes, obviously I do think she should have more diversity, but... Some of her lines, some of the lines she's written, I just think are really great. What about you? What's your favorite quote? I love Sarah J Maas. I'm just looking at it now. I need to decide. Okay, this is, you've inspired me. This is from The Great Gatsby. Oh, wow. And when I first read this, I was like, I don't know what that means, but I just like the way it sounds. And it's, I wasn't actually in love, but I felt a sort of tender curiosity. And that's really beautiful. Yes, it is really beautiful. And I feel like it's like a stage of like self-reflection. Anyways, I, I remember like we had to do it for school. Like we had to right. read it for school and that's why I read it. But the second time when I went through it again, I was like, oh my God, that's so true. I love when characters have self-reflection times and they realize yeah. they're not as perfect as they... I do enjoy that. Yeah, as they come from the start. So yeah. So final question. Exciting. What book are you most excited for the release of? I am so excited for the newest book by Sarah J Maas in the, well, is it in the, it's a new kind of series, but it's the next one and it's... It's a a sequel series. Yeah, it's a sequel series. I know exactly what book you're going to say. A Court of Silver Flames. Yes. I am quite uncomfortable with that name, to be honest. Akata, Akamath, Akawar, Akasp. That's not really, no, I'm not very It doesn't really that. roll off the tongue, but I'm very excited because yes. it's, it's about two characters that I would really, really like some more backstory and exploration, but I'm not going to say for those people who haven't read it, go read the series. It's so good. The trilogy. It's amazing. Honestly, so We're, good. Yes. We'll be reviewing it very soon, probably like within the next few weeks. Yeah. But yeah, have a read and come back and listen to us rant about how much we love this series yes please come back that episode is going to be astronomical (laughs) so yeah what about you what book are you excited for i've got a few that Mm -hmm. are coming out that i'm really excited about obviously i'm so excited about a quarter silver flames yes sarah j maas has also just put out the release date for the second book in the crescent city series and that's coming out next year so i'm very excited about and also i recently read a curse so dark and lonely by Mm -hmm. i think her name's bridget kemmer Yep. The third book in that series is, is coming out. Is that the out. final one? I don't know. But yeah, it's coming and it's called A Vow So Vow. Something about yeah, A Vow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has a red cover. I can remember seeing it. Ooh. But either way, I'm very excited for that. Yes. And also, I just have so many. <laughs> you have so many. Cassandra Clare is putting out Chain of Iron, which is the second book in the Last Hours series. Okay. She has, it's it's part of the Shadowhunters kind of world. And it. It's set in between the mortal instruments and the infernal devices. Okay. So it's about the children of some of the main characters in the infernal devices. Wow. Yeah. She really gets into this well. She has so many books. Yeah. I still haven't read her most recent series, The Dark Artifices. I just haven't got around to it yet. 
There's so many. I'm just waiting until I own all of them and then I can just binge them. But someone on TikTok told me Lord of Shadows is so heartbreaking and will make me cry. There's so So many. I'm quite nervous about it. Oh, I'm so excited for the new year. Also, this year has been uh, quite intense already, but hopefully next year we'll get to do some reading, but not quarantine reading, (laughs) just normal reading, you know, for pure joy. So... That was our last question. Yes. Just before we finish up, what book are you currently reading? I'm currently reading the third book in the Grisha trilogy, Ruin and Rising. Nice. Yeah. That's nice. And what about you? I thought I would step out of my comfort zone. Oh. And I've just started Eleanor Oliphant is Completely Fine. Okay. It's a, I think it's an adult fiction novel, mm-hmm. kind of set contemporary. And I saw, I actually heard about it on TikTok. And it said it portrays mental illness and mental health in a really realistic and good way. So I thought I'd pick it up. It's one of those ones that I think I bought at the secondhand book fair, funnily enough. (laughs) And yes, so I'm struggling a little bit, but I'm going to try and pursue it. Give it your best shot, I reckon. Yes. Because if TikTok says it's good, then Mm -hmm. it's worth checking out. Yes. And what's the next book that you're probably going to read from your TBR list? (sighs) I don't even know. Usually I'm really good at planning, yeah. but I'm just so overwhelmed at the moment. Like exams for universities coming up soon. Yeah. So I might have to like pause a little bit for reading. I've got a lot of book parcels I'm waiting on. Yeah. I ordered the box set of the Folk of the Air series. Mm-hmm. So that's The Cruel Prince, The Wicked King and Queen of Nothing. Yes, I that's um, on mine. But there's problems with the manufacturer or something and they keep on sending me emails saying, oh, you know, the shipping date's now being postponed. Rude. Yeah, I know. I was so very rude. upset. And then I've also, we ordered some books together uh-huh. and I ordered The Priory of the Orange Tree, yes. which I've heard, again, TikTok recommended it. It's new adult fantasy, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be really good for people transitioning from young adult fantasy. Yes. And then also I'm waiting on Serpent and Dove and Blood and Honey, the sequel for that. I've heard that's great. Yes. I've heard a lot and I've heard it's enemies to lovers, which we all know. Oh, I'm a big fan That of. is right up your alley. Yeah, it is. No, what about you? So What's the next book you're going to pick up? Look, I really want to read The Red Queen, but oh, yes, yes. since we've got that book package coming, I probably will read the sequel to it, The Handmaid's Tale, yes. The Testaments, and then I can watch the TV series. Nice. Those are some good ones for you to tackle. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Okay. So, I mean, I guess that's it. Um, yeah. We hope that you'll join us next week when we post our first reviewing podcast for the first book in the Grisha trilogy, Shadow and Bone by Lee Bardugo. Yes. If you guys want to say hi or send us some recommendations, whether it be tea or books or, I mean, fanfics. Or like snacks to have with tea. True. Yeah. We do like a good tea snack. We do. But yes, we have a few different ways you can contact us. You can do it via email, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We've linked all of them in the description box below. Yes. Please interact with us. Please talk to us. Or just like give us your opinions on, I don't know, your favorite books or like what your Patronus is. Take the quiz. Yes. The quiz is very good. It tells you a lot about yourself. Oh, and if you'd like, um, you can always leave us a review for this podcast and subscribe, please. We would probably die if that happened. That'd be amazing. Yes. And that being said, I guess this concludes our first official episode of TBR. Yes. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time for our next episode of TBR. Bye.